In a land of sepia filters and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons in a Funeral. Today, we're talking about Season 5, Episode 3 of Merlin, The Death Song of Uther Pendragon. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. Why sepia filters? Why is that Because the country's intro? on fucking fire, David. Uh, like, is legitimate- that why? legitimately walking I have not outside, looked outside today walking outside and it's like oh yeah the, the this is not the correct like light color that i'm expecting for oh for no i have Let not me... gone outside today i have stayed inside and played diablo oh are you are you gonna go get the uh the, the photo that i think you're gonna go get charlie yeah so this is from ottawa today there is no filter on that photo david well, that's horrendous. Ottawa is now what every movie and TV show depicts Mexico as. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, David, fun, fun, fun fact. Uh, Ottawa had the worst air quality uh, index out of the entire Americas today. It was Western fun. Hemisphere, right? Was yeah, the, Western Hemisphere. Was the phrasing. Fun, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, America. it's not going to be worse than the Eastern Hemisphere. China's there. <laughs> so. uh, India had the worst air quality index, actually, from what was being shown there, with them being off the charts, I think. From yeah. what, that what I was also tracks. At. That also tracks. If there's two countries that do not give a shit about air pollution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the audience, uh, Canada's on fire right now. It's. It's fine. It's not fine. It's, uh, bad. it's a good <laughs> it's thing. It's really bad. It's a good thing when you guys came over, we didn't have that fire because uh, there's now an open air burning ban in my county. Yes, as as there should be, to be honest, yeah. right now. Um, uh, London, Elgin, and Oxford all have burn bans now. Interesting. Just because yeah. it's way too dry and there is no sign of rain in the near future. All right, um, moving on from depressing topics, what have you guys been up to since we last recorded? I mean, we mm. hung out. We hung out. We did hang, hang out. We, we, did the, we did the speed run. Um, we oh, recorded yes. <laughs> the speed run of the Merlin A Tale of Two Servants DS game that did come out as a bonus episode um, on the 5th of June. Hell yeah. It is truly an audio crime <laughs> i just ripped the audio from the stream recorded a little intro and then stuck the bumpers on and oh, put no. that out oh no yeah that's, no that's filtering no audio adjustments i did a tiny adjustment at the beginning because the game audio started very loud but that's all i did <laughs> oh no that's a don't suppose we've heard that the uh, run has been accepted yet? They said two weeks. Let me check our email. I don't think it has been. <laughs> uh, I need to set some time aside and actually route this run. I'm, no, you I'm don't. So I'm no, so excited you for you. I'm so excited for you to route the Sticks game. I, I, I need to know. <laughs> Sticks game has such variable RNG. I think it's just a skill issue. It's... <laughs> I'm man enough to admit that it's a skill issue. There we go. I'm proud of you, Charlie. Uh, I look forward to the the parts of it that are deterministic just getting completely tazzed out, though. Yeah, like I could do a puzzle only run. You you could um, puzzle I, only run. <laughs> I I can't believe we hundred percented it. I also am looking forward to the inevitability of like finding a like game breaking glitch somewhere in there would be great. If there's any way to skip any of those mini games, that's that's the game breaking you're looking for. Yes. Literally any mini game skip or like I don't know, just show me a credit credits warp. Easy. Like uh, Yeah, so um audience, if you want to watch the, the entire thing and not just listen to the audio, uh you can catch the VOD on our Twitch account. Or also on our YouTube. Uh, both no, just, called just the YouTube. Staff. Twitch Twitch VOD is going to be gone by the time this episode yes, yes. goes Twitch up. Yes, yes. Twitch VOD will. I mean, they stay <laughs> on for a bit. They um, stay on for two weeks. Yeah, but uh, yeah. In case well, you don't know when this episode's coming out, 
I, I do, bitch, I do. No, it's you don't. Coming. What if I release this episode tomorrow just to say fuck you, Nick? Wildly out so of order. I'm fucking confused. <laughs> what if I release just this part? What if I release the intro? Mm, that would be that would be upsetting for me. What's stronger, David's commitment to continuity or his pettiness? We have a his Twitter. Uh, I can release this on Twitter. <laughs> oh, just this one on Twitter exclusive. I can release Boom. this on Twitter and then make a text-only post on the Podbean so that it does go through the RSS feed, but it just points towards the tweet. There are ways <laughs> for me to do this. Don't think I oh, won't. Oh my god. You, you don't know the RSS feed f- foo that I am aware of <laughs> that I can pull. You're horrible. I'm worried. Anyways, uh, outside of speedrunning from my side of things, even though that was really Charlie that did the the whole speedrun, I just got to make funny names um, while the speedrun was happening. Uh, I haven't been up to too much, uh, hanging out with you guys, and just like sort of chill week. I don't know. Um, It's not chill. There's a lot of things happening, but they're all just sort of the normal things. Hey, Nick, let's, let's not go to that concert. For the sake of our own sanity. As <laughs> fun sure? as that would be, as awesome as it would be, I think we should just to save money and for the sakes of our sanity. <laughs> oh man, the, the sanity side of things is probably real for that. Just, it's a lot. <laughs> I still gotta figure out how the fuck I'm gonna get Charlie to, to golf then, but we'll figure that out. I mean, I could also just go to golf on my own power and then go up to the cottage in my own car. How it how how does your uh, how does your fiance get up there then? With, with your me. girlfriend or with normally right? Like I go home after golf. Oh, and Oof. then they just go up later up in the day, or even there. Yeah, later up in the day. Okay, we'll figure that part out. That does not need to be discussed on the podcast. Why not? Uh, what else are I... we going to talk about? A fucking ghost. Ghosts. Ghosts. Oh no, Merlin. <laughs> Just because oh, no. Futurama oh, clips keep getting in my YouTube recommendations, there's a scene where it goes, Bender goes like, a g- 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 ghost? And the response is, no, no, just a normal ghost. <laughs> <laughs> really hope Hulu doesn't fuck the revival up, even though I know they're gonna. They will. Who fucking knows? TV feels like a fucking flip of a coin right now, if it's good or not, I feel. Hey, like, it's not going to be, because if they don't come to an agreement, all the actors are going to go on strike. SAG announced they have uh, enough members voted that they have uh, legal strike action pending. Wow. I mean, yeah, so, fuck. Interesting. So fuck. writers are currently on strike, actors are set to go on strike, and directors just avoided one because they came to an agreement. That's cool. Good that on that. Is, Fucking that support. Is, that is definitely good for them. But... Any always support labor movements, unless God. it's for the cops, in which case no. Okay, but yeah, fuck the fuck cops. That's, cops' that's labor uh, movement has been used guys... historically to suppress other labor movements, which means their union is invalid and should be shut down. Cops are like the definition of scabs. <laughs> did, did you guys? Did you guys see the um, NYPD like pride thing that like someone like designed that was like on a bunch of the cop cars that had like a cab hidden in it? Oh, oh seriously sweet <laughs> i'll find it i'll find it for you guys uh charlie what have you been up to or i guess you've already done this uh, yeah you've got more it was just hanging out um yeah it's pretty playing much diablo it. very I'm... good game blizzard managed to not completely fuck this up um, well it's because they don't have to spend uh development time on overwatch 2 pve <laughs> So now that that's gone, they can make a good Diablo game. There is a battle pass, and there are skins that cost like 25 bucks. Horse Armor's back, baby! I will not be spending any money in Diablo, is my thing, aside from the game cost. I refuse. If they release an actual expansion, I will maybe buy that. But otherwise, I will not be season pass. That, I promise. Unlike with Honkai and Overwatch. Oh, (laughs) they hid that really cleverly too <laughs> all colors are beautiful all cops <laughs> are bastards oh uh, it's really good anyways Earlier oh i've today, also been marathoning was, um... bobby broccoli videos because they're fantastic oh aren't they which ones have i you watched watch? have you gotten the, through all of them uh the cloning ones 
I got through today, uh, and the dude who almost lied about the, almost lied his way to the Nobel Prize about the that one's fucking insane. The Bell Labs one, I think, is a fucking <laughs> crazy ass story. Just the audacity of that guy. Whereas, like, so they talk about him submitting papers that didn't make sense, and other people would be like, "Hey, this doesn't make sense," and he's like, "Don't worry." I'm publishing another paper in like a week. It'll explain everything. And then that paper gets published and then he never follows up on it. And everyone's just kind of sitting there waiting. Well, just the insane thing also where he would get comments back because they're peer reviewed papers. Like he would submit them to nature and science and he'd get like, hey, so this part doesn't make sense. Like logically or like, like the physics doesn't work out. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I have a paper coming out in the other <laughs> big named journal next week that'll explain that it all makes sense just <sighs> it's social engineering your way to the top absolute yeah. masterclass give him back his phd i mean but just you like when you set that up you gotta know that at some point it falls apart right i think at some point you're in so deep on your own bullshit that like you gotta keep going I guess. If you admit to it now, like, you're for sure going down. But at some point, you may just lie your way to a finish line and you can retire. If you're that good at that kind of social engineering, just go into fucking business or sales where, like, those skills are the fucking whole deal, right? Yeah, (laughs) but but David... But David, he would have been competing against other people who are also very good at that air. I guess. It is the problem of the high-trust... Um, environment right where it's yes. a kind of situation where everyone is trusting so big scams can happen um canada's like that compared to america in the financial institution sense mm-hmm. where canada's a high trust in our financial institute in comparison to america which is a low trust which i think yeah, they've that, done that a study tracks. and it it is you are more likely to get scammed in a high trust uh environment because everyone is trusting yeah because it's just it's easier to like it's easier to get away with it like there's there's less there's going to be less safeguards and people are not going to be as sure as to what could be happening which i think is an interesting result of that but also there are stronger consumer protections for certain things because of the high trust environment it's a very weird chain of thought. I think yes. NPR did a very interesting podcast about it. Let's not talk about better podcasts than, than what we're putting on right now. <laughs> yes. Instead, let's let's talk about Merlin. Let's yes. get uh let's get into this episode. Uh TV guide for this episode reads Arthur is torn between his head and his heart after a stranger bestows upon him the power to summon the dead at a time when he desperately wants to speak with his deceased father again. So this is another one of those ones where they watched the first five minutes and went, we're good to go, right? I mean, though, that's like the full extent of this episode. It is. Right? Like, there's nothing else to really talk about. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, well, like, you know, consequences. Outside of that, it's literally like they could just had had another word that is just consequences. And then (laughs) that would be, that would tell you all you I feel like consequences is implied, right? Because the TV guide is meant to get you watching the episode in the case. It's not actually meant to be yes. a full summary. I think it's perfectly fine. I think this is a great yeah. episode. Guys, I'm back for Merlin. I'm back. I'm, <laughs> this is going to be a five. You're going to go from I'm, a zero to I'm a five. I'm into it. I, listen, Uther's back. They put a weird fucking say. pale filter on him, and he <laughs> looks great. No, that's just what Anthony Dude. Head looks like these days. <laughs> Dude, is, um, it, is it bad can, that like I saw the weird like blue filter and I was like, man, this would be way funnier if he was just like soaking wet, like if they just did so, the, the, the druid. Can I can I make a confession? Everyone's a wet druid boy in heaven. Can, yes. Anyways, go ahead, David. Can I make a confession? I didn't realize um, that Anthony Head Uther is the guy from Buffy until what? like a month ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. What that, I was re- that is amazing. I rewatched an episode of Buffy, and he walked in, and I was like, "Oh my god, my mind is blown." Giles, where have you been? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't realize. I, no, I didn't make the connection. Holy shit! I think I think I've made Buffy jokes before. You, you, I just you assumed you were making Buffy jokes. No. 
I right, was, right, but David, do you, oh my god! I didn't do, do you realize. remember that time? Do you remember that time that he was in uh, that he was in Doctor Who? <laughs> he was in Doctor Who when? Yup. As who? Uh, who was that? He was he was that he was that principal um in that school episode. Oh holy shit he uh, was. Uh David Tennant uh it's the yeah, Sarah David Jane Tennant Smith with, throwback episode. Yeah, Sarah Jane episode. Oh that episode, the eleventh doctor. Where they make the kids that smart with with nope, tenth chip, doctor. With tenth the, doctor. With uh, French fries. Yes. He, it's um, I don't David remember Tennant's that first episode. season because it's with Rose. Okay, I don't remember. I need yes. to rewatch uh, Doctor Who on my with own time. Tennant. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a weird episode because it's like, oh, we're gonna hack the universe. We're gonna find the base code to the universe because kids have imagination, and we just gotta feed and, them the smart French fries so they become super smart. It was it was great. It was weird. <laughs> it was fun, but it was weird. Yes, oh, I'm looking. Man. So I, I just fell down a rabbit hole because I was looking at the, uh, Anthony Head's uh, filmography, and there's that episode of Doctor Who. And his character yep. is a link, and I'm like, that's weird. I thought he was a one-off. Why is his character a link? And so it leads to a long list of Doctor Who villains, and then you look that up, and then it's like, oh, that guy was actually this villain, who's a villain from the 50s. And I'm like, I need to put this away. I need to put Wikipedia away. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't go down the Doctor Who Doctor Who wiki rabbit hole because they start linking to like radio dramas. Yeah, like I oh, need to, God. I need to, oh, I need no. to not. It's like long running Doctor Who villains. Like this guy was secretly this guy has revealed in this bonus. Like nope, no thank you, no, no. His you have listen. You have okay. to learn like five different shorthands to in, know what canon they're talking in about. ludicrous continuities. Doctor Who has got to be up there, right? Like as much as we joke about Kingdom Hearts. Doctor Who has got to be worse than Kingdom oh, Hearts by like Doctor a magnitude. 100% worse. Right? Just from time as well. Doctor Who gets the benefit of, hey, we've rebooted the universe like 20 times, so you can kind of ignore previous Is things if something changes. Is that a benefit, though? <laughs> yeah, because you're not, you're not beholden to it in the same way Kingdom Hearts runs into an inconsistency and then makes five games to explain it. Mm. Like... Kingdom Hearts is so chained to its lore, and it there's refuses just, to do anything about it. There's less Kingdom Hearts lore than there is Doctor Who lore, is my argument, by a okay. magnitude. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I'm saying a lot of that lore is made inconsequential by a Doctor Who season finale, where the universe is rebooted. It's like Star Wars Legends. You kind of assume those things happen, but until someone says they happened they didn't oh man fucking star wars legends what a, what a way to handle that <laughs> but uh anyways uh, all right i guess Maryland? we've put it off as much as we can yep In, into the episode we go into the episode how does this episode start Nick, bring us in um all right we we start fucking on a on another hunt but this time merlin's got a cold so they're not able to catch anything. Oh yeah, just the um, two, of, just the two of them out hunting, which also doesn't seem two, safe for the king to be doing. Two two dudes. <laughs> like, why is the king alone hunting with just his manservant? Shouldn't two dudes there be riding through the forest, ten feet apart, because they're not gay. <laughs> just exactly, Charlie. Doesn't seem safe. What if they run into like another fucking griffin or a boar or some shit? Or or what if they just run into bandits? What like, if they accidentally kill another unicorn? <laughs> like It's ah, fine. It's fine. Because they just come across a witch burning. <laughs> First of all, a legitimate witch burning, as we learn. Yeah. Yes. And for some reason Arthur is now like, you know what, maybe magic's okay. And the balls on this guy where he's like, hey, I am literally your king. Don't kill her. And he's like, nah, I'm going to kill her anyways. Yeah, and I then mean, his... this, they're random peasants, though. A guy shows up claiming he's the king? I'm not going to leave him either. Yeah, I mean, he's wearing nice armor and has a sword. Like, you don't really want to fuck with him. Yeah, that is why he got away with it. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, would, yes. I would fuck it. Like, well, fuck you. Uh, there is, yeah, like... <laughs> He does also then basically hold up a town in terms of getting her, like, getting her free. Just, all right, head of the town, let me draw my sword at you. 
And yeah, um, Arthur saves a witch, uh, but also she's going to die anyways. Um, but uh, sort of with her like last breath, uh, she praises Arthur for being um, like a reason, like a nice person um, who like cared about her. It's like, here, I have a gift for you. This is definitely not a bad thing. Have this cool magical item. Person who apparently hates magic, but doesn't hate a magic user here. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I, I just want someone to ask once when a strange dying magic woman gives you a gift. Just to clarify, is this a gift gift? Or is this like a gift that turns into a curse if I misuse it kind of gift? <laughs> Do I need any like... You think it, are there additional instructions or warnings to go along with this gift? Like, don't look back at the ghost. Like, with how many magical items okay. Arthur has fucked up or used? Like, come on, dude. So, so to be fair, from her, like, from the witch's side of things, this is a pretty important gift and thing that she's passing on, and she definitely does not have time to teach Arthur how to fucking use it properly. But it's right. like, hey. Here's a way to speak with the dead. Yeah. Can I also like, just complain about the extent of the power of this magic item that they're just getting handed? <laughs> like, she was just about to get lynched and burnt at the stake. Why does she have, like, quite possibly one of the most powerful magical items we've encountered in the Merlin universe? Why does she it, have possessions? <laughs> yeah, why, it, why it, wasn't that taken off of her? It, it's sort of, it's insane. Um, I... I think that the cup of the cup of life still has this beat by a by a fairly wide margin. Yes, but at um, least that was like fucking held in like a magic cave, like okay, guarded by this things. One, this one was just like this one was just like yeah, no, great purge happened and it went missing. Like you know, someone took it and it and we haven't heard about heard from it, heard about it since. What it if you combine the two? The keeper. What if you what if you toot the horn of life and then you get the ghost to drink out of the cup of life? Does that bring them back? I'm gonna say no. I feel like I feel like that's not how those would work. But really, I mean, all the that cup I can of life doesn't that... make people actually immortal. It makes them some weird undead creatures, right? Yeah, yeah, like. So I don't think you can turn one type of undead into another type of undead. I think that's the problem. Says you. Like, cup cup of life. Cup of life basically does what uh, what what David tried to do to our our party in the most in our D D campaign it would have gone great one of you should have ate the apple <laughs> it would have been oh, fine dude. no <laughs> we made someone eat the apple and we saw what happened it wasn't good because you made that specific person eat the apple <laughs> that would not have happened if anyone else would have eaten the apple i'm just gonna tell you that now it was a pretty baller know, thing we, we did saw, though right we... <laughs> Oh, that was that was a great thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, horde of horde of life is now in Arthur's possession. Um, and yeah, holy fuck, this is a powerful magical item. Um, that Gaius is very nonchalant about just like telling like tell, when when uh when Arthur brings it to Gaius to be like, hey, what what the fuck is this? Gaius is like, yeah, I I I saw these rituals be performed. Um. Be, just be careful with this, please. Also, Gaius, Gaius doesn't hey, expect give give the actual warning though. Like, yeah, I know like, he doesn't also, expect I'm... it to be used, but still, like, yeah, and you know, they say if you look back at the spirit, it would come back into this world and wreak havoc, just in case. I'm, ass I'm assuming there are like twenty warnings that go along with this horn, and. <laughs> This, the, the possession of what happened here just happens to be one of them, which is why when it happens, Gaius goes, yeah, shit, I know what happened. I, I, I have a feeling that the there's idea. like 20 different ways that things can go wrong. I love here. the idea. It's like, you didn't accidentally skip away, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't. you did enter the spirit world on your left foot and leave on your right. You, you, didn't, you didn't make out with the spirit, right? Like, ooh, that would have been real you bad. Didn't snap your fingers and clap? Oh, no. <laughs> no, There's don't tell me. There's an ancient dance known as the hanky-panky. Don't Did tell me. Did you do it? You danced the Macarena? Oh, no. <laughs> We're doomed, I tell you. This is worse than killing a unicorn. Because <laughs> it does seem very fucking, like, arbitrary, right? Just, you looked back. I'm assuming 
like if if you're trying to make if you're trying to make a thing out of it this has got to be like uh because he's always looking back he's letting like you know his like he's he's letting the past take hold okay okay but what about what are the mechanics of that what if arthur decided to walk backwards out of there constantly staring that's technically not him looking back right um listen something else would have happened as stated like 20 what if he effects. walked in and never walked fully up to uther and just spoke from him near the front entrance the entire you time didn't walk out of the spirit world backwards did you arthur <laughs> my god you're Shit. dead you've been a ghost this whole time it's the success what if arthur blindfolded himself and then looked back blindfolded <laughs> like what's the mechanics oh, there David. David, as as we all know from Doctor Who, the eyes are the windows to the soul, so it would have been fine in that case. <laughs> as we all know from that time that that fucking angel got into someone's head. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, 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 that wasn't eyes are the window to the soul. It's a memory of an angel become any image of an angel. No, no, that an was angel. a different bullshit nope. thing that happened also with the angels they, later they on. Do, they do literally say the eyes are the windows to the soul. In, in, so there's in the Who bullshit the angel things that led to Amy Pond disappearing. That's the one where like an image of an angel becomes an angel. But I think there's another angel yep. bullshit episode where they're on a train somewhere. And that's where it's the, you know, it's in your eye. Oh, man. Remember, remember the first time they brought the angels around and it was like really cool? Well, yeah, that's because they had a cool concept and didn't have to go like, okay, but now it's a whole race of creatures and they have like, oh, they're a galactic threat. And uh, yeah, and, uh, here's all the reasons why they can get you. <laughs> oh, God, Doctor Who's a fucking mess. <laughs> it's a fun mess, but it, it's a mess. I mean, it's only a fun mess sometimes, I would even argue. Oh, I think yeah. most of the time yeah, it's yeah. just a fucking mess. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, I'm still fucking angry. I'm gonna have to watch Doctor Who again. <laughs> oh, they did a third of the Angel story. Yeah, or Chapter Four. Yeah. Oh, I never, I never watched Village of the Angels. This must be a. Uh, is this a Jodie Whittaker one? Anyways, um, yeah. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, I didn't watch. Fucking that. Uther's back or some shit, right? Uther's a ghost. He's haunting shit. Yep. Stuff is happening. Uh, I zoned out. Where are we? Did we get to like Uther opening doors and throwing uh, chandeliers? No, no, no. Mer- or no they we're... ride out to the stones. Arthur toots the horn. And my first thought as he raised that tiny, tiny little horn to his lips is, I really want to make a kazoo edit of this scene. Because <laughs> I think that would be fun. Um, but yeah, he toots the yeah. horn and then talks to Ghost uther who just shits on his every decision and like hey you should only rue by fear you let nobodies become knights and you're like eh, they're good knights and like kingdom loves him they'll work harder and then he's like you shouldn't have married for love and you're like he shouldn't have though <laughs> wives are for land and treaties mistresses are for love <laughs> so like some oh. good points some bad points you know Yep. Which is, it just feels extremely hypothet- uh, hypocritical because Uther's whole thing was how much he loved his wife. Yes. Well, that may be why he is cautioning against it because he knew how much pain and he saw the get- ruin it brought to his He did also kingdom. cheat on his wife as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? I guess it's how much Uther loved all of the people he slept with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we also don't know how much land his wife came with. That's true. Um, she could have been the true heir of Camelot, and that's why he's all like, listen, it worked really well for me. But yeah, he shits all over every he single one shit. of Arthur's decisions. And then as Arthur is like, I will be my old man, and walks away and clearly looks back, Uther's like, yeah, I, I love you, though. Well, I think Uther like, oh. says I love you, and that's what makes Arthur look back. Right? Do you think that was a trick? Yes, I 100% think it was a trick. 100%. The entire time Uther is waiting for Arthur to leave, and so Uther could go, excellent, and I'll get him to turn back, and now I'm back! Free reign! Fuck the magic users! Oh, man. Even though I am made by magic now. He's not made by magic, he's just a ghost. Hey, that probably frees him from hell as well, which he definitely is in, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, no, I think he went to heaven. <laughs> really? Even after all the druid murder? I mean, mm. I'm sure God hates druids, so you know. Do you think God hates druids? If we were to go classic mm. Christian, like, then yes, he really does. Yeah. Yeah, they're heathens, and they're of the old religion. You shall not worship any other gods but me. Like, That does track, I guess. Uther, canonically, I'm going to claim now, is in heaven. And <laughs> Arthur, having used that horn, is going to hell. <laughs> Arthur used magic, he's going to hell. <laughs> Uther also- wait, Uther also used magic, though. Uther, Uther commissioned- yes, the use of magic. He didn't outright use it? Mm, yeah. This feels wibbly wobbly. It's like thou shalt not kill, but it doesn't say anything about thou shalt not form a nation and enlist other people <laughs> to kill for you. Thou shalt oh, not no. covet your neighbor's wife, but if I get a bunch of other people to take their wife for me. Oh. But like if I create an economic and class crisis that forces thy neighbors thy neighbor to enlist in my military and die overseas and then i take up his widow that's fine <laughs> oh no oh no anyways Sorry, this is um, getting a little bit too real yeah fucking here we are uh did you mention that we got a sighting of mordred as well mordred's in this episode oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you we have that, a hey, look, of course he's still a knight of camelot he's hanging out cursed, cursed druid boy is around yeah. he's here now He's at the round table meeting. I'm surprised Mordred didn't get to see the spirit of Uther and have a reaction to it, right? I feel like that would have been prime, like, content. Oh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh, anyways. Fucking, yeah, haunting start, I guess. Like, we've, we've already sort of been there, but yeah, fucking hauntings, haunting start. What are you talking about? No haunting? Uh, that chandelier fell on the round table on its own. All on its own, obviously. Now they gotta get the table um, fixed before the next meeting. Exactly. Arthur's just tired. Um, Arthur's just very tired, and the doors blow open, and the chandelier falls for no reason. Um, and then we get our shit on Percival part of the episode, which was fantastic. This is actually a compliment to Percival, because uh, if he was any less jacked, the axe would have just cut his arm off. <laughs> I'm talking about the knights shitting on him beforehand when all the knights are like, yo, why does, why do you, why does it take you like twice as long to take off your arm? Well, it's because I'm twice which... as big. It's not because I'm dumb and don't know how to do the buckles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's buckles make brain swole. hurt. Poor Percival. It's He's trying his best. That's really why he doesn't himbo. have sleeves on his thing because the <laughs> sleeves <laughs> take too much time. He was like, if I get rid of the sleeves, maybe they'll make fun of me less. <laughs> Got scared I lost oh. a hand once. It was just stuck in me sleeve. <laughs> Poor Percival. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's, that's Percival right there. Oh, God. Define Percival in one scene. You got it, boss. Boom. But yeah, an axe oh. falls on him, and... You would honestly, you would think Uther would have more respect for a guy who actually saved his son's life several times. Nope. From his own bastard daughter. He's a disgusting commoner. <laughs> we don't exactly. know. We don't know Percival's heritage. <laughs> we know he's a commoner. He could not be a commoner. Then he's he probably a disgusting bastard. That's even worse. <laughs> we don't even know Percival's last name. <laughs> it's Tom Hopper. Tim Percival Hipper. Tom Hopper is his name. Is Tom his middle oh. name or is his last name the full name Tom Hopper? <laughs> his last name is Tom Hopper. <laughs> is there a hyphen? <laughs> no, it's just pronounced Tom Hopper. Oh, anyways, Nick, please, please get us through oh this. <laughs> you you're sure? You sure I'm you want me to get us through my this? Mind. Merlin talks right. to Gaius and is like, oh, hey, he summoned his dad. And Gaius is like, he didn't look behind him, because if he did, that would summon Uther's ghost to this realm. And Arthur's like, I may have glanced behind myself as I was Oops. leaving. I may have um, made a fucky-wucky. At which point, let's, let's cut to the like minute and a half scene of Gwen almost dying. Um, 
as the the haunting starts, but for Gwen, uh, and she almost burns to death in the kitchen, locked in. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the the glass jar being thrown at her head that instantly knocks her out maybe should have killed her. Ah, it's fine. I also can. Oh, sorry. Could go. No, no, no. I'm good. I was going to say, because we get to it later, I really want more media to take up the opinion that ghosts aren't telekinetic, or at least they're not long-range telekinetic. If they want to do spooky things, they have to actually pick things up, and you just can't see them pick things up. Because I like this scene a lot more if you just imagine Uther picking up a jar and then smashing it on Gwen's head, instead of probably standing in a corner and just looking at shit. Because it also makes the hallway scene better where the, the shutters over the window rattle. Because that means Uther is standing there going, shutter rattle, shutter rattle, shutter rattle. But yeah. They... Any, anyways, Gwen, Gwen survives only a little bit of smoke inhalation and definitely a concussion. Um, but it's okay. It's the, mid, it's the Middle Ages. We don't know what concussion um, So they're not real. Um, Just demons in your brain. Exactly. Listen, all the NFL has to do is go back in time and they'll be fine. What are you talking about? NFL doesn't cause concussions. It's totally coincidental. Exactly. So is everything else that affects their players long term. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, um, anyways, uh, Merlin is able to convince Arthur uh, that he has summoned his, his dad's vengeful spirit to this realm. Uh, and he's the only one who can, who can uh, make it go away. He needs to use the horn again to do that. Um, but hey, let's, let's make a MacGuffin so that we can see it. Um, and let's make it seem a little bit like we're high while, while we're doing it. Um, and <laughs> Gaius makes them a wacky green potion. And then we get some cool, like, horror movie scenes here, essentially. While they're waiting for um, the potion like to comedic. be made. Waiting for the potion to be made. Yes. Yes, you're right. We do get the the spooky the spooky rat scene of oh no, he's in the closet. But no, it's just a rat. And then oh no, uh, we're waiting. And then it's just Sir Leon. <laughs> it's like, hey, what are you guys doing out here so late? Uh, poetry. Just two dudes out for a, out for a stroll in the middle of the night. Nothing doing weird. Doing poetry. <laughs> Honestly, they should have just said they were fucking right. <laughs> like that would have been, Sir Leon would have bought that more. Also, it could have just been like, oh, I'm helping him with this poetry. The queen really loves poetry, and he's trying to surprise her. Nope. It's, it's Arthur has never read poetry before and is just on a kick right now. <laughs> Which is also a fucking hilarious thing for the king to be on. But also, like, poetry back then was also written by men to be consumed by intellectuals. Yeah, no? which is why it's very funny for me. And also, I just like that Sir Leon has no fear wandering around, because Sir Leon is also of noble blood, right? Like, he's probably the one knight that Uther doesn't want dead. <laughs> no, yes, he wants... He's the one knight that's cool. He wants Leon doubly dead, because Leon's chill with this. Leon's friends with these commoners. Sir Leon has been around since season one. <laughs> like... He didn't get a name till season three. <laughs> but he's been around. I don't think you could kill Sir Leon. He drank from the cup of life. I think he's secretly immortal and just not actually? trying to like start he shit. Did. He he did. Sir Leon, Sir oh, Leon right. died several times. Right. And did did almost die once, except the couple of life kept him kept him alive. I think Sir I Leon is immortal. And either he doesn't know that or he does, and he's just really trying to be quiet about it. Because he doesn't want to start anything. He's like, I got a really nice gig. I don't want to blow anything up. I'm just going to chill and be immortal. And I'll just wait. And then I'll get too old and I'll leave. It's fine. Oh, all right. Anyways, uh, let's let's get into our, our the rest of our ghost hunting scenes. Um, they, they start to hunt around the castle trying to find Uther. Um, he kind of like shows up in like the, the sides and things like that. Um, eventually uh make their way uh arthur makes his way to the throne room um and uther is just chilling on the throne um which definitely tracks uh and they have a nice little father-son conversation everything's cool 
<laughs> I, nice, nice, normal conversation. Definitely not like "fuck you, Arthur." You've you've done everything that I like, everything I didn't want you to do. <laughs> uh, it's time for me to right these wrongs. This does have big. Uh, what are you gonna do? Stab me? Says stab victim energy. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, oh, if you want to undo everything I've done, you'll have to kill me. Your time's over, old man. And then Uther's like, "All right, if I gotta kill you, then I gotta kill you." Arthur's and been throws a fucking knocked, shield at his. Arthur's head. been knocked out a lot in these last couple episodes. Arthur's definitely got brain damage at this point. <laughs> it's okay. It's fantasy universe. No, no brain damage exists. Oh man. But yeah, and then Merlin um, comes in and is like, "Uther, I have magic, and I'm going to stop you." And then just, like, kicks him out of the room. <laughs> just magics him through a wall, which is so good. Doesn't magic the ho- the the tootie to him to blow the horn? He just kind of... Well, no, because only Arthur can toot the horn, as we all know. I thought it was just anyone toot the horn. No, 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 it has to be Arthur. It has to be the one who, uh, who saw him. Mm. But yeah. So, now we'll just need to wait. Uther's like, oh my god, you got magic. How annoying is it that Uther finds out Merlin has magic before Arthur? <laughs> like, come the fuck on. Just do the reveal. No, no, no. No, no, no. No reveals allowed. Just at this point, gonna be would the... the status quo even be changed that much? Do you think Arthur would freak out? Or would he just be like, oh shit, okay, cool. <laughs> Anyways, you I better do my well, laundry no. better now than I know that you have magic. I feel like I feel like at this point Arthur would would be like, okay, that's cool, but don't tell, but don't tell anyone else this, and like, don't show any of the magic around me. Like, it would be just once again, <laughs> like Merlin goes, I have magic. Arthur immediately, don't tell Uther. <laughs> <laughs> just by it instinct. Just, <laughs> if you want to keep it separate from Arthur, fine. Bring Gwen in on it. That's. That was the correct option to do like three seasons ago. Yeah, Gwen being a knowing person about the magic would be, make this more interesting. Would also give her more to do, but we can't have that. No, no, no. Gwen <laughs> must only speak about like Arthur. Is, is Gwen, Gwen treated worse than Astrid from Fringe? Yes, because I don't think Gwen didn't have lines in this episode other than screaming, <laughs> did she? Yeah. Like she she didn't have dialogue in that scene. <laughs> yeah. Gwen Gwen might be worse treated than Astrid. Like Astrid at least had like regular plot relevance and was in I think 80% of the episodes. Yeah, but I feel also, like Astrid, Astrid got, got the also fucking Astrid got her own end of the stick most of the time. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Astrid did at least like get her own episode where it wasn't actually Astrid, it was Astrid from the other side. <laughs> um then straight up lying to herself. Someone post. Someone made like Let's... a fringe retrospective that I watched recently of just them going through mm-hmm. the fringe episodes and seasons. And they got to season five, and they didn't talk about how fucking weird it was. And I was like, "What are you on? Why? Why isn't this a four hour section about how fucking weird season five is? What? Why are you? Why are you just fine with what why happened Why are you here? just like, fine what? with this season? What do you mean? I'm still, I'm still losing my mind about it. I'm still unhinged. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy, David? Like when when I when we initially told you, yeah, season five is whack. Like there was no way that you thought it was going to be it's that insane. Ridiculous! Just the fact that Ella dies as well so early in the season. Oh, dude, it's crazy. It's so and fucking, fucking Olivia's niece is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> like, yep. oh, my God. Oh, anyways, oh, we're, we're basically through the episode. Um, Mer- Arth- uh, Uther is uh, going to kill Merlin. He, uh, he, he traps him with some spears and Merlin doesn't have the magic to stop Uther now. Uh and fortunately, Arthur awakens from his uh, quick nap, his quick shield nap, um, and uh, doots the horn, causing Arthur or causing Uther to go away. Um, and yeah, then we have uh, the the two dudes, like you know, kind of having their retrospective discussion of like, man, 
wasn't wasn't good like you know i understood that's what i had to do but man don't feel particularly good about just banishing my father uh well also uther turns when he sees arthur instead of being like i'm here to kill the magic user he waits until uh, arthur has the horde at his lips and then goes merlin has and then is banished like yep that should be the first thing to be like he's a sorcerer i must kill him his final like merlin has boom <laughs> was fucking so funny i laughed out loud at that oh man it's really good <laughs> i really thought arthur was gonna ask merlin about he was about to say something he said merlin has what do you have merlin and merlin was gonna have to like make a joke about it and be like oh great advice for the king <laughs> massive penis <laughs> absolute massive has been working so hard he deserves a day off <laughs> deserves a day in the tavern i mean what i hope they bring the tavern joke back we haven't seen it yet it's been a while it has been a while arthur just needs to go in there once and be like oh so where's my servant and they're like who like your staff never comes in here we're too expensive for them you don't pay them <sighs> Oh, man. But yeah, and then uh, Merlin and Arthur joke around and hit each other with gloves. Horseplay, they call it. Foreplay, I call it. Gross. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> 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 Fuck it. Merlin, Merlin picks up the gloves, smacks Arthur across the back of the head with them, and in the pause where Arthur is, like, looking at him, my fiance just goes, oh, he liked that. Like that? No, I don't like that energy. Good. No thanks. Uh, I do want you to know, David. Uh, she is also utterly baffled how you did not connect Giles and Uther. I just listened. She's like, he doesn't even wear makeup. Like, it's not. It's the same White face. People all look the same to me. <laughs> it's not my fault. But you've watched Buffy like at least three times. Yeah, right? and I'm bad at telling white people <laughs> that they're the same. It's the faces. <sighs> just feel like oh, you should have recognized no. this white person. Nope. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's let's move into let's move into ratings here. David, what do you think of this episode? Um, uh, good episode. I love it. Uther's back. Uther is consistent to his character. He hasn't had a huge fucking change of heart all of the goddamn sudden, and he is here to kill magic users and the common folk. Um, giving this a solid four out of five. All right, nice, Charlie. Where where do you fall on this one? Oh boy. Um. This episode felt very slow, uh, and it felt dull for most of the parts to me. The only highlights, again, as usual, Arthur and Merlin doing dumb shit together. Lying about reading poetry in the, in the hallways at night to Sir Leon, awesome. Fucking around, smack each other with gloves at the end, end of the episode, awesome. Everything else, kind of mid, uh, so 2.5. Um... This episode was a lot better than the last one. Uh, I think we can all agree on that front. Um, and that's definitely part of what's raising this. Uh, I've got this at around a three, uh, personally. I'm, I'm not as high as David is on this episode. Um, but it was just like a reasonably fun, just go, 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 ghost episode. I like, really thought you were going to end that with good. A good, good episode. Go, 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 good. Oh, uh, no, I, I'm sorry, David. I'm not that smart. Uh, but, you know, just a, like, decently fun episode. Um, nothing too special, says you. Um, so three. Charlie, what what did the audience think about this episode? Oh, what did the audience think about this episode? This episode, first off, was viewed by 6.86 million, which is just down from the 6.99 last week, and has an IMDb rating of 8.0 down from the 8.4 that last episode somehow got Imdba is full of idiots this is a much better episode than last episode <laughs> oh man uh i will say there is a trivia on the wiki page for this saying many merlin fans have criticized this episode because they believe that uther's character was ruined while other fans of the show what? say that uther's characterization is spot it's on it's literally all he talked about this is as, as 
Yep. As he stated to Arthur when he was mortally injured that he had always put his duties first, which was contradictory to his previous comments and actions throughout the series, when he tried to sacrifice himself for his kingdom for Arthur and Morgana several times. Since Uther had always said and proven that Arthur and Morgana's lives were more important to him than Camelot and his own life, those contradictional statements and actions of season 4, even though he sacrificed himself for Arthur in this very episode, and 5, cause great confusion within the fandom. Absolutely not. It perfectly tracks. <laughs> he has an order of, of <laughs> operations for things he hates. Top of the list, magic users and commoners. <laughs> like I know, but he's... I think the issue people are having is he was willing to kill his own son. He wasn't gonna actually kill Arthur. Like... He looked like he was about to kill Arthur. He wasn't actually gonna kill him. David, I think you're simping just a little bit too hard. I think him killing Arthur... Hey, Arthur didn't die. If he wanted to kill Arthur, he had the opportunity. He could have already done it. He had the means. Oh, man. Oh, on on that note, David, you wanna... Yes. um, Glory to Uther. Um, (laughs) Praise be his memory. May the magic users never rise again. (laughs) great dragon slayer um if you believe in uther's truth <laughs> please reach out to us at forsaf f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f at gmail.com or you can tweet us at forsaf um you can tell us all your uther truths and uh conspiracy theories and how he's not actually dead and will be coming back as well with JFK Jr. in order to rebring Camelot back to true uh, make Camelot great again. Yep. <laughs> These are all things that I, David, stand by. <laughs> and that we should build a huge wall to keep Kedruff out and get Kedruff to pay for it. If they could afford the labyrinth, they can afford a wall. Um... <laughs> If you agree with that and you want to give us a rating, give us a five-star review on your podcasting service of choice and give us a like and a subscribe. Until next time, outro. Our intro and outro music is The Butterfly, Kid on the Mountain by Slunch. I, uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me. 